What's in a name? It occurred to me today because I saw a headline that was part of a, an email exchange that I get that it must be awfully hard for somebody a generation younger than me perhaps who has a knowledge of computers but is trying to find information online to help with the chore, and it is can be a chore sometimes, of helping your child learn online. So you do what you're used to doing when you want to find information and you go to Google, right? You figure, I'll look up, I'll do a search on Google and see what I can find. Well, after what I read today, I have no doubt that an awful lot of you are not quite sure how to actually find what you're looking for. Because there are so many different ways to refer to what happens when your child sits down at a computer and tries to learn something that is out there somewhere else. A little bit of history will help. When the computer first came along, there had already been in existence a huge network of universities and schools that conducted something called distance education. In fact, in Canada, where I am, there was a university called Athabasca University that conducted distance education. There were university professors and professionals who wrote courses and generated boxes of material that got sent out to students over the course of a period of time. And the students would get a package in the mail and they would do the reading and they would do the assignments and then they would mail back the package they got. Distance education came to refer to getting a package, learning by sending packages back and forth. That was before the internet. The internet came after something called the World Wide Web. The World Wide Web was actually created in the United States by the military and a group of universities to facilitate conversations back and forth between universities using technology, using the wires that existed. And so people began to share ideas through the wires. That's where we get snail mail versus email. Email meant electronic mail and snail mail meant surface mail. So once we got to that, 
distance education using the mail became something very different. It was still distance education because in the minds of the people involved in that endeavor, it was conducted at a distance, except instead of using the postal service, whether that be Canada or the United States or someplace else, we were using electronic means. We were using the World Wide Web. For those of you old enough to remember, there was a time when the World Wide Web was all text. There were no videos, there were no movies, there were no pictures. It was all text. But over a short period of time, that changed radically. I remember the first CD-ROM, but you don't, some of you are wondering what I'm referring to. Those are disks that went into the disk drives on computers and had data. Remember when Encyclopedia Britannica and the Canadian Encyclopedia and uh, several other encyclopedias were all on CD-ROM. And then you could see videos and movies. When those things first started to come out, the transmission across the wires was very slow. And it took forever to download files. Two things contributed to the leap from distance education to what soon became known as e-learning. First of all, wireless technology. As wireless technology became better, it became more adept at transferring files that were vid videos or pictures or voice. We couldn't do anything today if we didn't have wireless technology. Everything would have to go through the wires and only those places that had fiber optics, which allowed digital technology to go faster, would be able to connect. The other major, huge leap forward was the invention of Java scripting. Java scripting, for those of you that don't know, meant that learning could be two-way. Dialogue could be two-way. Your ability to log on to WhatsApp or Messenger or any other, or TikTok or um, uh, Instagram or Facebook, any of those things would have been impossible without JavaScripting. JavaScripting meant that two people could talk in real time across the wires or without wires, wirelessly. That's what made the huge leap forward in technology that we're now only beginning to assimilate today. 
Java technology and wireless technology meant that it was no longer distance learning, it was e-learning. Because I could get on and I could send a message to somebody to say, go online and let's talk in real time. It didn't mean I had to walk for send messages back and forth. It meant I could talk to you like I'm talking right now. And if this were synchronous, not asynchronous, it would mean that you could hear me and respond. We could have a discussion like you can when you use the new tools in Facebook or Messenger or Zoom or Skype or any of those other tools. All of those became possible because of Java technology and wireless technology and then it just increased because the speed of the of the technology of the hard drives in our computers was cre was developed so that it could cope with that there's so many other different inventions it, it 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 only makes it harder to understand but at some point it became possible for us to exchange ideas and for me to talk to you as a learner at the same time as you're listening. You could be on the other side of the planet and you could still be listening to me. If you think back to what edu where education began, Socrates sitting under a tree and talking to his students, I could be Socrates sitting at my computer and you could be under your tree in your backyard and we could have the same dialogue. And now we can have it with more than one person at the same time. That's the beauty of Zoom. You can have 50 people on the screen at the same time and sharing in an event by talking back and forth. What I read today was something called remote learning, which means that you're learning at a distance from some other location. I could be in the school physically and you could be in your home rather than in my classroom. So I can see where the word remote learning makes sense. But now we're talking about distance education, we're talking about e-learning, and now we're talking about remote learning. So when you go online to look for information and look for ideas, think about those three terms. E-learning, distance education, remote learning. Any one of them will come up with information for you. And as you're doing your search, remember that without wireless technology, and without JavaScripting, of course, there's been more on top of that. I'm making it simple for you to understand. But without those two things, nothing else would be possible. We would be back to 
I type a message to you and you go on sometime later and you read it and you respond to me and then I pick up that message. Can you imagine how hard it would be today if we were still stuck at the early days of the World Wide Web which came to mean the Internet? Onwards. Have fun.